to the Mark West Sports Podcast. It's the Mark West Sports Podcast back for 2022, baby. You ready it. now? We mm-hmm, need it, mm-hmm. man. It was a rough, it was a rough uh, go at it from the for, for this for this 2021 to end to end it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, uh, definitely. I'm Marcus Benjamin. That's West Pierre. You already know what it is. We give you that real sports talk from that Miami crib perspective. And um, damn, man, I had a run in with COVID, you know, but your boy is all right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, it was more annoying than like life threatening uh, or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I had a little, little fever for a couple of days and headaches. And, but after those days passed, it was just this annoying cough that I got and, you know, just feeling a little bit sluggish, but today I finally tested negative. Finally. Play. That's um, the play. I think me and the wife were just recycling it with each other. I think that's probably what was going on, Damn. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, we got new variants, all kinds of mess going on, but, Anyways, it's a new year, and uh, and uh, first off, man, we got to talk about the Miami Dolphins, man. We got to talk because they had a big story for these past couple of weeks, I think. Um, I see the first off, first off, Wes, I, I just want to point out that um, I still feel very strongly about – Tua, my take on Tua, he's average. He, he's not. He's not. He's not trash, but he's not great. And yeah. I still have yet to see um, signs of greatness. I think he's a game manager. I think if you build around him, you can win. I mean, you don't necessarily need uh, an outstanding quarterback to win games. You know what I'm saying? Um, you just need somebody who can't. Who, who doesn't turn it over and can make some some third down throws uh, when you need. Uh, but, I mean, we got to rewind all the way back to, you know, week uh, when they played Tennessee, you know, they were, um, I mean, albeit Tennessee, best team in the AFC, record-wise, record-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like we lost against, you know, some scrub teams. We actually beat the scrub teams. You know, so which confirms for me that, you know, we still the average Miami Dolphins, not the greatest football team. And, you know, we still in the same spot. And Tua, like I said, man, I want Tua to be great, just like everybody else, every other Dolphins fan. But I'm ready to move on from, to be honest, I'm ready to... I'm ready to move on to the next quarterback. Mm. Let's look at somebody. I mean, this draft, not great as far as quarterbacks are concerned. So maybe you want to hold off. Maybe you want to see if whoever you can get in free agency. Maybe Deshaun Watson comes now. But this transitions me to my other point that happened this week. And What's it that? almost makes me feel like, not being a Dolphins fan anymore, to be honest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Wes, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, huh. the shocking news this week is that they fired Brian Flores, the head coach 
the form, the former head coach of the Miami Dolphins. I mean, this team to me was trending in the right direction. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Defense. I've been I've been singing the praises for the, of the defense for a long time, and statistically, they were one of the best defenses this season. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you know, I think if we continue to build around Tua or whatever quarterback we had, I think we would still be trending in the right direction. But all of a sudden, the owner decides to fire Brian Flores. He takes the side of the general manager, Chris Greer, who's really the one who should have been fired. I mean, to me, when I heard the news, West, I thought I was in another planet. I thought I was in another world. You know, I was like, wait, wait, what? And it was early in the morning. So I thought I was like dreaming <laughs> when, when, the, when these news came out. And I was just like, come on, are, are you serious? You really going to fire Brian Flores? Like he's the problem? If they let go of Tua, I'd been like, okay. I'll probably, I probably would have kept Tua, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I'm still willing to keep him for another year, you know, just, just to see what happens. You never know. I don't believe in him, but that's, if they said, okay, two is gone, then I would have been like, okay, I understand that. If they said Chris Greer was gone, I'd be like, okay, I understand that. This one right here, bro, I do not understand at all. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, I literally yeah. wanted to revoke my Dolphins card. I, yeah, I me was too. like, bro, come on, man. Explain this to me. Make make sense of it for me, bro. All right, all right. I'll try, I'll try to make it make sense, even though I don't agree with it. But first, I got to rewind to your first comments about Tua saying he's an average quarterback and you're ready to move on. And, you know, I mean, you know, the last game didn't look great. I mean, for me, it didn't look game. I'm great. The game for Tennessee didn't look great. I mean, I know that we beat New England, you know, we swept them in, in, in the year, you know, we haven't done that in like the last 20 years, they've been dominating us since however, since we've been in high school, I guess. But regardless of the fact, um, you know, um, losing to Tennessee, uh, he didn't look great. Brian Flores getting fired. I'll explain that in, in, in a while. But you can't do anything without the old line being good or even average. And you follow this, you know, from, you know, to, you know, high school to, to, to collegiate to not, you know, NFL, you know, regardless of which quarterback you got, Tom Brady, Hall, Hall of Famers, if you, ha- if you don't give them at least like three seconds in the pocket to look down the field, <clears throat> then what do you expect when the running game is like averaging like 3.7 yards a uh, 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 carry when you're supposed to be averaging like five, six, what did that tell you? It's not the running backs. It's the O-line again. So when Tua's not doing good and he's not, you know, as accurate as I know him for being, you know him for being, even though a lot of people going to say it's dinks and dunks, you know, five yards. Yeah, even when he was playing in Tennessee, those, those plays, he was not even completing those plays, you know? So again, for me, it's the O-line. The O-line don't give you enough time in the pocket to do anything offensively. Um, I can't really say Tua's good or bad right now because 
He has a mediocre um, offensive line. He has, uh, I mean, Brian Flores ran through how many offensive um, um, coaches? Three, you know? So you, you, you're not going to get that cohesiveness um, that you need in the, in the offense, you know? He's he's like Ryan Fitzpatrick that's played in 17 teams. He's on his his third team practically because it's three offenses that he's been, you know, try to uh, um, um, do something with. Now, um, when it comes to what I've been saying for the longest, I think Tua is really a good quarterback. I think if you surround him with a good offensive line the accuracy is going to be there you've seen it even if it's 10 yards or 15 yards again tom brady wasn't always known for his arm he was known for being that quarterback in the pocket that has time new england is known for having a great offensive line you know it may it used to be with the running game yes yes i know you're sighing it used to be with the running game and the defense is like what Miami have now. Now, I think if you 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 fire Coach Flores, you have to have an explanation, right? And from what I've been hearing in the radio, it's saying that he wanted a lot of control. He wanted, you know, he basically wanted what Bill Belichick have in New England, you know. And I can't really fault him for it because you know, I know, we've been saying this the whole year. Chris Greer needed to have been fired a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? You, you, Charles Harris, the defensive end, you know, you was, matter of fact, I don't even need to say that. You've been here the last 20 years and you always find a way to survive. Now you have all the power in the last four years and what have you done? And I heard he said, um, you know, there was rumblings that he couldn't get along with people. I'm trying to win. You know what I'm saying? Now, what do you mean you can't get along with people? Bill Again, if Marcus has a yeah. job to do, right, and Wes have a job, job to do, and Chris have a job to do, and we're a team, and we work as a unit, if Marcus is fucking up and consistently fucking up, sorry, excuse my French, but don't you think that he need to get addressed by me and Chris? Some people don't like the truth. You feel me? And, you know, right now, you know, in this world, you got to be politically correct. Ryan Flores ain't, he ain't trying to be politically correct with, the, with, with, with these guys. He ain't, you know, I heard that he he got into a, a confrontation with two of halftime, um, you know, the last game against New England. They were saying F you to each other, you know, Flores and the quarterback. So that tells you, who wanted Deshaun Watson? They say that Deshaun Watson, his real reasons for wanting to come to Miami is for the lifestyle and because of Brian Flores. He's not here no more. So Marcus, I don't know if he's gonna come here anymore. You know, um, ultimately, huh? I'm just saying sad. this is just sad. This is what's out. Yeah, you know, whatever it is. Like me, I don't think it's as sad. One because I feel like. Tua can be that quarterback. I know you disagree right now, but again, I may change my mind. I ain't I ain't tied to Tua. My whole thing is give him an O-line so I can know 100%. Because look at Tannehill. Tannehill got a running back. 
and the O-line. And look, he's the one in the playoffs and not us. You know what I'm saying? And he's supposed to be this, this quarterback that's not as accurate, a quarterback that does the same thing that Tua does. The only thing is he wasn't known for being injury prone, um, you know, them last two seasons, you know, when he didn't want to have the surgery and whatnot. But, hey, that, that dude, that dude that in Calais Campbell, you know, that was an illegal hit, but that's another story. But look, he's in the playoffs and not us. They surrounded him with a great defense, a O-line, you know, like, come on. The, the head coach comes from the, from the, 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 the evil empire as well. He's kind of like Brian Flores. He's not doing anything different. They saying that, oh, he can't get along with people. Look, that just shows you what type of team we are. The team takes the the attitude of the head coach but when the when the general manager is a weakling is a square you can look at him marcus you can't tell me you can't look at chris greer and tell me he's a square compared to looking <laughs> like that look like somebody that you going you know you could do whatever you want to you know what i'm saying and brian flores don't look like that certain people have that look now i'm not gonna say all the time is is exactly like that because some people look like they weak and they and they bought that life. But him right there, everybody's saying he's a nice guy. This stand up. I'm the general manager and somebody trying to, you know, pretend like I'm the ball, like he the boss. And this I done checked that the first day. I'm not gonna let him do this, that, and the other. You're gonna blame him. You saying that, oh, uh the the players that I wind up um, grabbing is the players that. Brian Flores wanted as well. So that means that Holland, that's is that is because of Brian Flores. Xavier, not Xavier Howard. Um, when it comes to to uh what's it, Byron Jones, when it comes to Phillips, when it comes to on um, um, Wilkins, was Wilkins there before? What do you mean before before Brian Flores? Um, I think they came in the same year. Okay. All right. So look, all of all the defensive players are good. But when it comes to the offense, Chris Greer, everyone sucks except Waddle and possibly Tua. You know, so again, who's the person you're gonna be blaming? All these draft picks, like, come on, man. It makes no sense for me personally. I think it was the worst decision that they they, they made. But again, for me, I, I can't blame Brian Flores. I can't blame Chris Greer. Who I got to blame is Stephen Ross. The, well, everybody's saying it's because, what's up? Obviously, he made the decision. But not even just making the decision. I like him. I like the plain fact that he's willing to spend. He's willing. A lot of people that got money don't make good decisions. You could be a great um, real estate guy and have all this money you know, and you can do things for the community. Good. You're a good person. But when it comes to running the football, football is like a paramilitary, you know, environment. You got the boss. People don't barely see him. They don't even need to see him. When they when, when, when they see him, they like, you know, even though it's not like back in the days and, you know, but again, general manager, people don't want to play with him. He a square. He a booty. He nobody like nobody respecting Chris Greer. And then you have a tough guy with Brian Flores, someone that he's 
says what he does and mean what he say. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some people don't like that. So it's going to clash. But ultimately, you know, I really don't even care no more. I'm like you. You're like, hey, he's probably going to turn in his 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 dolphin um, memorabilia and, and yeah. tickets and yeah. any type of... I'm the same way. But again, at the end of the day, people got to understand, you got to know how to play the game. Brian Flores, you got to know how to play the game. You know, at the end of the day, um, when you're trying to take a lot of control, I got people like that at my job, you know. Um, they don't want you to achieve. They want you to always be under them. Right, people don't, right. you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, they got a job too, you know. Like, yeah, they want you to eat, but not off my plate. I, you know, if, if, I'm, yeah. if, if I'm the supervisor, if, if I don't get a higher position, I don't want you to take my job. I only want you to take my job when I when, when I'm when I'm doing something else. I'm making some more money. Yeah. So you just you just you show your call a little too early. Um, maybe if you made the playoffs, you probably wouldn't have got got fired. Just the plain fact that they fired him so quick. They fired him Sunday, like like Monday morning. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm like, what the hell? So that means that they've been wanted to fire you. That, that, that means exactly. That, they, they, you know, that they happened a long time ago. You know, they, they they didn't like your personality. Um, and, and, and that's what it is. You know, it, it's just like kind of like Green Bay Packers and 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 Aaron Rodgers, but it's it, it's not the it's not the it's the general manager and the head coach and not the general manager and the quarterback. But regardless of the fact, funny that Miami kept it in, they known for always running their mouth. They can never keep a secret. Just the plain fact that it happened the way that it happened, I was like, damn. Even though I think it's the wrong decision, but it may be the right decision because I mean, if the if if, if the guy don't want the quarterback, and clearly the general manager want him, clearly the 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 owner want him because he said um, he's 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 our quarterback. He he didn't want to say he said it's going to be the next up. coach that's going to decide that, but that's that's automatic. Everybody know that if you're going to go ahead and uh, um, hire a new coach, he's going to want his name tied to another quarterback. So it may be Deshaun Watson. That's the only reason that I may give you some hope right now, you know, but other than that, he's probably, they're going to probably want somebody that, that, that um, coach Tua, I heard they want to grab somebody that, that coach Tua in Alabama, I think the office coordinator or something like that. And if, if they do that, obviously Marcus, your dreams are gone and your tool is going to be your quarterback. But it can be a good oh, thing. Man. It can be a good thing. That's so the only much, hope. So much stuff I need to counter on from what you just said. Oh, my gosh. Um, so first off, um, let's stop making excuses for Tua. You know what I'm saying? Like, we always have an excuses for him. Like, Don't you have the, the same record as the Chargers? Let me finish, bro. Because the first, the first excuse is he, he's injured. And you already know what I got to say. I'm not even going to say it. You already know what my saying is. You know what I'm saying? And then the second uh, excuse is he ain't got no running game. All of a sudden, Duke Johnson's there. We got a legitimate running game. You know, we got two, three running backs that are capable with Ahmed and and and, and um, Miles Gaskin. You got three legitimate running backs. Running backs don't have to set the world on fire. And for some reason, that offensive line is starting to work. Because you got 
Duke Johnson in there. Hmm. Did he do that so against Tennessee? That no, he didn't. He didn't it's do that not against really Tennessee. The offensive line. It's Tua. Let's stop making excuses for this guy. I understand you want to believe in him. I want to believe in him too. We drafted him fifth overall. He's supposed to be that guy. Mm. And he's a he seems like a good person. You know, what you I'm saying? wanted so him. You say you don't mind guy. having him for another year. So have I'm just like you having him for another year to figure it out. That's the, the only is, thing. Hey, Wes, I'll let you talk for a while. Let, let me get my point out, bro. So <laughs> I mean, the Miami Hurricanes, you know, all of a sudden we were talking about the offensive line. Oh, the offensive line is trash. Uh, De'Ara King, he's not 100% with the injury. Doesn't that sound familiar? And all of a sudden, Van Dyke comes in. We're like, okay, we're not talking about the offensive line no more. It's not the same different guys. It's the same dudes that was there the first time, first game, first few games. And all of a sudden, offense is setting the world on fire. He's throwing the ball downfield. He's setting records. I mean, come on. The receivers that he's playing with setting records. So let's stop making excuses for Tua. Tua is what he is. He's an average quarterback. He's he's mediocre to me. He's not good. You said he was good. He's not good. He is okay. He is just status quo when it comes to quarterbacks. There's quarterbacks that I would take over to him. I would probably take Kirk Cousins over to him. Baker Mayfield over to him. And those quarterbacks, to me, are kind of average. He's not in the upper echelon of quarterbacks. There's, there's an upper echelon of quarterbacks, and then there's everybody else. He's just an everybody else guy. So to me, Tua that. is part of the reason why Brian Flores got fired. You, you talked about how, how he had a bad relationship, and Flores apparently rubbed people the wrong way. But this is football, bro. Come on. This Ooh. is football. You're going to rub people the wrong way. Bill Belichick rubbed people the wrong way. Nick Saban rubs people the wrong way. And what do they do? Win. Something we don't do. I mean, we win half of our games. You know, that's all we do. We're the half team. You know, we win half of our games every year. They add another game, so now we're 9-8. We're not 8-8 eight and eight every year. We're going to be 9-8. and eight. Just missing the playoffs, maybe barely, maybe barely making it. And then we're going to get waxed in the first round. That's the Dolphins right now. And when you have an average team with an average quarterback, you're just going to be average. And that's the future for the Miami Dolphins, especially now since you fired Brian Flores. Who are you going to hire now? Who are you going to hire now that's going to be better than Brian Flores? You basically start from scratch all over again. You're going to hire, I don't know, like Bienemy, who's not who's not really proven as a head coach, or who are you gonna hire? Um, Bill O'Brien from from Alabama, That'd you know, be the worst I mean, thing who was do. from the Texans. Who that's who you gonna hire? It's gonna start this whole cycle over again. Like, come on, man. Like, and then I agree. Like, I have to reiterate that we had to let go of Chris Greer. Stephen Ross chose the wrong person. He chose sides. He chose Chris Greer over Brian Flores, which is dumb as hell. Because if you're if you're a football guy or if you're just a fan, you know, like us, 
or anybody who has any type of sense, you can see that the defense grew. You can see that even Tua grew this year as a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So he's making progress as a leader of the football team. So what he did was measure his entire body of work of, of the three years. And in football, I think you need at least four years to really make an assessment. Now, he was going to be on the hot seat next year. Like, if he had another eight, nine and eight, seven and nine type of season, and then he got fired, I'd be okay with that. But to, to fire him in this moment just gives me no faith at all in the, in the Dolphins at all. You know what I'm saying? I would say I'm switching over to my to, to the Giants, but they a dumpster fire too. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I, I all I I just gotta reiterate, stop making excuses for Tua. Man, stop I'm not making, making no excuses for, this for man. Tua. I'm He's not making excuses. Look, look, do we have an O-line? Yes or no? We have an O-line that you can win with. If you had a quarterback that knew what he was doing, well, this offense you know, is is catered around. There was rated the worst O line in the NFL. How do you say that? And they rated the worst O line in the NFL, kid. So you saying that you could win with them, but they rated the worst in the NFL? I mean, you on the computer, you can always check that. But they rated the worst in the NFL, so you can't say that they're a good a good O line. They're not. They drafted a left tackle, and they had to put him into left guard, and he steals trash. You know, they 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 got Jesse David at right tackle that got Tua injured, that let the guy just run straight through to Tua like a torpedo, got him injured in in, in Buffalo. I mean, you got Eichenberg that his arms is um not 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 long enough for left tackle and you remember when the guy just tossed him on his back like yo like i've never seen that in the nfl before somebody to get pancake like not from the um, left tackle you know i mean the old line you got solomon kinley that that i think is a good uh um, um, running running um um guard you know i mean he's big as hell you know people can't move him I mean, he may come in overweight and, you know, coaches don't like when you're late and coaches don't like when you're overweight. So I kind of understand why he wasn't getting no playtime, but um, he probably was just in the doghouse, you know. Wolf, Wolf Fuller was probably in the doghouse. I mean, if, if we're talking about Brian Flores' personality now that they're saying in, in the media, you know, then he probably don't got no time for people that be on that F shit. So he like, man, all right, you, you on that bullshit, man, all right, it, it, it is what it is, man. You ain't playing. Let me go to the next person. But but again, our old line is trash, you know what I mean? The, you got Albert Wilson, you know, like I told you, every time he try to get yards, he run backwards before he run forward, every time. Every, and we always wind up being a yard or two yards short <laughs> from the first down, it, rather than if he would have just went straight. Then we got Wolf Wolf Fuller. You know, he stole some money, you know. Boom, he came in with a ski mask. Boom. Then you got, you got, who else? Preston Williams. He was in the doghouse, you know, like, and he was in the doghouse. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like something about, it was like some college, like, like you're a grown man trying to reprimand him like he's in college. I don't remember what it was, but it's Brian Flores. 
I ain't with the bullshit. Now I agree with it because I think it was the worst decision. I agree with you, you feel me? I mean, if you get the quarterback wrong and the left tackle wrong, you normally get fired as a general manager. He did both right. wrong, and he's still yeah. here. The whole O-line he drafted, Dieter, he, he drafted him as a, a guard, and they had to change him to center. You never draft a player that – Austin Jackson, same <laughs> thing. I mean, like, what's going on? Jesse Davis, he 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 was a defensive tackle. Or, or, the only, or the only good offensive line we got is Robert Hunt, the one that caught the ball. He's the only one that's good. <laughs> but they Everyone got the uh, uh, somebody named I agree um, Robert Jones. Robert Jones. Robert Jones. They started him on the right side at on uh, right tackle. He's a rookie. They said he 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 was good. So you know, for me, I wasn't really watching the game like that. I was watching it. I was in and out. You know, because you know a kid was. You know how you do. He's starting to roll now, so you, you can't take your eyes off of him. But regardless of the fact, the Dolphins got so much holes when it comes to the defense. Like, we got holes in the defense. People say that we got a great defense. Yeah, but there's plenty of times they give it up. I remember when A.B. was killing us, killing us. Yeah, the guy that threw his, his – that quit on national TV. You know what oh, I'm saying? They, he was killing too, us. Man. He was killing X-Man. And I love X-Man, like I said in the last episode. But, I mean, our defense was good, but our defense I don't think was great. You know what I'm saying? Because still our defense in line – uh, I, I know we got Jalen Phillips and um, Van Noy, and but they're not like a uh, a, a Von Miller on the, on the edge. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 it, it's not like that. And and yeah, you got a lot of um sacks, you know, Phillips. But you got like four in one game against a garbage team. Like you know what I'm saying? Like come on, I'm you're not gonna trick me with the numbers. You feel me? And you from the youth, so you know I, I want you to be good. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of made me look at like, yo, you know, this is probably why you wasn't playing in the beginning and they had you doing running drills and certain things like that. Look, man, Brian Flores was a great coach. I think he could have still got fired anyway because, look, you can't you can't go through three offensive um, coaches like since you've been here. Like, what's going on? That incohesiveness you see in the beginning when we always losing and then now we get it right later on because you're doing something different every year you're going through the same thing it's groundhog year with us you feel me it's not groundhog day it's groundhog year you feel me for the last 20 years but for you it's the last three years look you got um jim caldwell that was here um supposedly as a advisor and supposedly he wind up you know Boom. And and what it probably couldn't get along with Brian Flores. I do not know. Because miraculously, they're saying you're one of the candidates to become head coach. You know what I'm saying? Certain things like that. When it comes to the office of um line coach, the guy came from high school. What is going on over here? You're not gonna fire him for hiring the office of line coach that came from high school, not even college. High school. Come on, man. Now again, I like the defense. But the problem that you got is the offense. The problem that I got is the offense. You're going to hire the offensive line coach from high school? Come on. Come on, Marcus. You can't tell me you can't fire just for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, what's I agree. On? I agree. I agree. It, it, you know what if, I'm saying? It's just certain things. Hiring huh? the offensive, if he was hiring the offense, the pass, if he was totally responsible for that, 
I agree with you. You already know. Chan Gailey, come on, Chan Gailey. Chan Gailey's like 80 years old, man. See, and you just hired him like nah, that. That was that was not. Nah, nah. so, yeah, reason I why I think they got Chang. The reason why I think they got Chang Gailey was because they knew that um, Fitzpatrick. Well, we we both said sit to a year. He was not even supposed to play those few games that first year. You know what I'm saying? Now again, it was supposed to be Fitzpatrick. I mean, if we know Fitzpatrick's not gonna be here because the next year is gonna be Tua regardless of what Fitzpatrick and the media say and what we say, oh, he's our quarterback. Now we drafted Tua. We're not going to pick a quarterback and not give him no play time. He got injured. We all thought he was going to sit for a year. He wanted to play uh, it is what it is. But going into the season, we thought Chan Gailey was, would be a better fit for Fitzpatrick if this is going to be a year that we're trying to make that push because, you know, I'm Brian Flores. I'm good on the defense. You know what I'm saying? All I need to do is get a cohesive offense, even if it's for one year, because this quarterback, he's not the future. I'm going to get rid of him anyway. Chan Gailey is old. He want to do it one last time because he know he got a defense about that life. He think that he a good offensive um, coach. So he could go ahead and try to make one push before he retire. You know, they old. They try to get that, that last ring before they die. You see what you see what 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 Stephen Ross is doing. He's trying to get that. I think he's seventy or eighty. Like yo, like come on, man. A lot of people be dying. A lot of people don't live to hundred. You know what I'm saying? So again, you know, everybody, everybody is on this on a different on a different path, and that that's what I feel like it didn't work over there. Again, I agree with you. They picked the wrong person. Greer was supposed to get fired, but again. That's the whole reason why I blame Stephen Ross because he 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 just looked like a goofball too, man. Like, come on, man, you can't see him and and, and not think like the. Have you heard from the Roonies and all these people? They barely talk. You barely see him. You know what I'm saying? They used to be like old Shug Knight. You feel me? Like you never see his ass. You just scared. You know they lurking in the dark somewhere. You feel me? Stephen Ross just looked like a goofball every time he go on TV. You know what I mean? Just like Chris yeah. Greer. Chris Greer looked like somebody that he could just go ahead and rob. He ain't gonna do nothing. Oh, nah. Matter of fact, you, he, you disrespect his, his his girl right in front of him. He looked like the person that will walk away and don't do nothing. That's what I mean about Chris Greer. Because like that 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 that's conflict bef- between me and Brian Floyd that it's gonna get checked at the dope, my friend. You feel me? I don't know you you trying to be bogart over here. You trying to think that you 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 gonna out 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 muscle me now let me let you know what it is right when you but again it hey, is what man, it is I, that's your typical I have no faith in this football team yeah I just want to say that you know just to kind of put a bow on this conversation because I, I said everything I wanted to say about the Dolphins I got no faith in this football team I don't know what I don't know where we go from here I don't know I mean yeah I mean what, what you gonna do just draft draft for offensive linemen in the draft, you know what I'm saying? Like those are kind of hit or miss. And I hate drafting an offensive lineman high in, in the draft. The I feel like you need, you need a playmaker. You need some kind of athlete, you know what I'm saying? Um, defense is good enough. You know what I'm saying? They, they probably need a couple of more pieces, maybe another linebacker to go with Baker, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, another D tackle, another, um, you know, but, you know, some of them players have been playing pretty good. I'm, I think they've been playing good enough. They, I think they're missing maybe one or two players um, to be a great defense. 
you know, but Chris Wilkins got got the most tackles. Um, yeah, and Chris Wilkins been playing great. Phillips he came tied, on. He hey, tied the record for tackles for you know, for, for most uh, tackles in, in, in the season. And then X Man with another pick six against the Patriots. I mean, you know, can't say enough about what he's done this season. And usually, when you get paid, you don't play as well. But he showed that you know he was worth it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, I, I ain't got no faith in the Dolphins, like, like at all. You know, they really pissed me off, man. Like, I, I just can't, I just can't, I, just, I can't picture myself going through this again. <clears throat> and it seems like that's what we're gonna go through. You know, like, especially if we got Chris Greer again going through this draft, like that in itself, like, is disheartening. Like, I have to go through this draft because basically that's the next thing, you know, as far as NFL football is concerned after the playoffs and Super Bowl is over or whatever, it's to the draft and everything leading up to the draft, like the combine or what, or whatnot. And I have no faith whatsoever, especially in, in those first few picks. I I think we're going to have maybe the 19th pick in the draft, something like that, that Chris Greer is going to, pick someone who who can change this franchise around especially with i mean i don't think you should i think if if you if you want to get a quarterback you should wait for the following year because bryce young like likely is going to um be available and there's there's some other quarterbacks that will be i think good two years from now not this draft that we're gonna we gotta be garbage than the average guys coming out this time to me you know what I'm saying? We'll pick it, I don't believe in. Can you pick it? I don't really believe in the kid from Matt Corral from Ole Miss. I don't really believe in that kid either. I mean, to me, there's not really a lot of great quarterbacks out there. Um, there's some great running backs coming out for sure. Receivers is always stocked every year. Um, and then you got some game-changing defensive players that are coming out as well. I don't know if you want to trade up for the kid in, from, from Michigan, Aiden Hutchinson, because he's a beast. And, or, you know, the, the other kid from Michigan is good, too, uh, the kid from Africa. Uh, so I don't know, man. Like, I, I just – I'm good. That's why I got this heat hat on. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I'm, 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 just, I'm just ready for, for the heat to, to get healthy uh, because they still balling with half a team. You know, with dudes they picked up off the street. You know what I'm saying? Um, that that's the real franchise in Miami. You know, straight up. And maybe the Panthers is going to come up and be that other franchise because they the best team in hockey right now. Um, but the Dolphins, man, and we got faith in the Hurricanes because we always got faith in the Hurricanes, and they always give us a reason to be excited, even though they sometimes disappoint us. They give us a reason to be excited, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the Dolphins, man, done with them boys. Done with them. Nah, boys. I'm still, I'm, I'm still, I'm, st- I, I, I'm still loyal, man. You feel me? But again, you know, at the end I mean, of the I day, I say that shit. I say that shit now. You already know I'm still gonna be loyal. But right now, I'm mad. I feel like, you know what? I feel like, I feel like a scorned woman that's in a relationship with a millionaire, right? And that dude just cheat on, cheat, just cheat, just straight up just cheating. But like, I'm living this lifestyle. I'm just taking it on the chin. You know what I'm saying? But in my mind, I'm done. 
but I'm still going to stay married, unfortunately. I, I, I just don't. I, you know me. I don't, I don't put too much faith in the Dolphins no more, regardless of the fact. I, I'm going to watch the game because, like, what else I'm going to watch? I mean, we got we got all the games, but I'm loyal, you know, as heart. So regardless of the fact, we're going to see them play if they win or lose, you know. It's just when they lose, it's just, all right, you know, let me carry on with my day rather than being how I'm feeling right now. And when I heard it, you know, it, it was it, it, it was a shocker. But, again, typical Miami Dolphins, you know what we're going to get when we – when we um, put our chips in to um, root for these guys, and hey, it is what it is. We just know that they're gonna—they're—they're they're known for making the wrong decisions. So um, at the end of the day, um, we'll see what happens. I don't think the defense is gonna be the same because they got Brian Flores' mentality. He's the one that brought these guys over here. So if you get somebody that's an offensive-minded coach, you know we don't know how good he will, you know, um, be with the defense, you know, because it's a different type of scheme. So, hey, it is what it is. Hey, um, two, hopefully two they do something good. Two good things I do want to say about the Dolphins, though. Two good things. Hmm. It's really cool to see Duke Johnson play for the Dolphins. I, I'm yep. not hometown, yep. hometown kid, you know, from Northern High School, played for the U, and he really wasn't getting his shine in the NFL. They, they kind of labeled him as a third down back. Um, he did still get injured a lot, you know, for the Texans and, and, and the Browns he was playing for, for a little while. Um, so it was good to see him like play well, you know, um, he had a couple of hundred yard games, I believe. So that is a highlight for me, uh, this season. And then Jalen Waddle, I mean, the kid set the record for, for catches, albeit it was a bunch of five yard passes from Tua, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Still, he set the record for receptions, um, and still and, and yeah, and he <clears throat> he gives you the the, the yards after catch. He's he's explosive. He's definitely a player. But he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a situation like Jarvis Landry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's you gonna get to his the end of his rookie contract, and then they're gonna be like, oh, he's a slot receiver, and we're not gonna pay for him. That's what the Dolphins do. You, you Wes, I'm lying. I'm lying, bro. I'm, I'm shaking you know my head because I, I'm just waiting for it to happen. <laughs> you exactly. see what they're trying to do to Gasicki? I'm like, hey, come on, man. Right, exactly. You know. So, but anyways, uh, anyways it is. It is. Well, what it is. we could go ahead and and, and 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 since we are still on football, we could go ahead and um, you know, um, you know, give a shout out to John Madden. You know, yeah. um, wind up passing away late Ooh. last year. <laughs> You know, I'm like, when, when when you heard he died, like, how did it make you feel? You know, I know he's older, A, he's old, so, you know, kind of expected it, but I know it was unexpected anyway, especially since they just did that documentary on him, you know, it was, yeah. I was blindsided I, by it, but, yeah. you know, how how did you feel when you when you um heard that? That was the first thing that came up for me. I was like, damn, I actually watched, I didn't watch the entire thing, but I, I watched some of the documentaries. I mean, John Madden is like, I, you know, I'm a journalist, so I appreciate good announcers um, and good color, color commentators. Uh, it's not as easy as it sounds or it looks, you know, and he was always, he always offered like a human element to this. And you felt like you could relate to him. You felt like you could drink a beer with him at the bar. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This is how you would talk about a game with, with your homeboy, you know? Mm -hmm. And 
it, it, it was cool. It was cool to just watch him <coughs> in in his element in, in these games. And he's one of the greatest and greatest color commentators of all time. And then we all know about the Madden game and and right. you know, what that was for our generation, you know. Um I mean, I remember playing the first Madden with with his picture on the on the cover, and, and mm-hmm. like it has evolved to one of the biggest game franchises ever. So, um, it's cool. It's cool too that his name will forever be niched in history because of the game. You know what I'm saying? Because there's jits out here right now who did never heard of John Madden, but they know the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I mean, it, I think it was a little surreal to find out because of the documentary the documentary that came out where he was talking on it and you know it's not like you know he it was just a story about his life he was telling the story you know about you know how he came up and and stuff like that so but um yeah it's it's sad because you know we lost a lot of great ones lately uh Don Shula and you know Howard Schnellenberger now John Madden I mean you know it's sad but uh, he'll, he'll always be missed. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I found out, I was like, damn, you know, same thing, you know, um, Madden, you know, I had Madden for like maybe last since I was in high, high school, you know, when it first came out on, on PlayStation <laughs> 2 or was it PlayStation 2? Yeah, first came out on PlayStation 2 and I and I wound up getting Madden. So, you know, that's something that, you know, brought people together, started fights. You know, yeah. you can bet on that Madden game at the crib, Madden tournaments, you know. Um, yeah. Then you got his, his, his winning percentage, uh, one of the winners, winningest coaches in NFL history. I mean, he won like 150-something games and lost like maybe like 30. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Um, I don't remember the exact number, but I know it's around that, that range. He, he won plenty and <laughs> lost not too many times. Um kind of like Don Shula, like you just mentioned earlier. Um, yeah, we lost a lot of people, you know, hopefully it was not from COVID. If it was, they probably won't say anyway right now um, because everybody kind of scared. We got different variants that's causing a problem still. But um, yeah, man, um, it was kind of hard, hard um, hearing that because I was like, damn, you know, it was hard when I found out on Madden when he wasn't going to comment commentate on the game anymore and that was like a few years back you feel know I me mean? yeah so so um like you said he 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 um just watching um old highlights with him you know commentating it, it really make you feel like the old school <laughs> football like it bring you back even though you probably was not you know even um really on football like that when you was younger you know because everybody was kids and you were probably playing outside doing some other shit getting in trouble but um yeah hard though but um i'm gonna go ahead and ask you real quick because you ain't hear about steph curry and aisha curry okay yeah i mean we could transition to that yeah i heard about that because you know i mean (laughs) like we gotta we gotta jump on that real you feel me like i said like marcus said every time we're gonna give you that my perspective I'm gonna let you. Oh, you gonna let me go ahead and narrate? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's go ahead go and ahead start first. this off. But yeah, man. Um, so but basically, Aisha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, Aisha um, and Steph Curry basically are in a um, open marriage. 
you know, and mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if you guys know how open marriage work is like, you know, I'm married to my wife and I could go ahead and step out and make a play on a, another um, woman and and she could do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I know men probably is not going to probably feel that because I know it's nah, it's probably going to be some one-sided shit. You feel me? <laughs> I'm oh. probably going to be the only one in place your ass, you know, but but again, um, like, I can't do that, me personally. Like, um, and I know my, my, my wife, she, 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 she ain't on that neither. She jealous as shit when it comes to certain things like that, um, to, to allow yourself to probably that's why she even, you know, a few years back when she felt like she wasn't, um, wanted or something like that, um, a few years back and everybody like you bad, like, what's your problem? Like, what's going on? You got, you got Steph Curry probably because Steph Curry been probably stepping out, you know, come on, man. Pretty boy, you know, greatest shooter in NBA history. You know, people throwing it at him. Like, come on, he probably he probably don't got his business out in the street like Kobe did Shaq. Sorry, rest in peace, Kobe. But again, like all these players be doing that. You feel me? And they probably not in an open relationship. Open marriage is one-sided. Most likely the dude, the breadwinner, the guy that's playing, paying all the bills and making all his money is the one that's probably stepping out he's just probably hoping that he don't get caught but in this situation it don't even matter like you know like you feel me if i if i don't want to come to the crib you know i'm just gonna go ahead and make a play i just don't lie to you about it i just like yeah you know i met somebody you know uh run up <laughs> ran up in that for a little bit real quick came back to you because my heart is with you and mm -hmm. um she she like all right all right it ain't no pressure now this is the reason why it's one-sided because like I can't see my wife being the individual to step out no it's you know automatically it's over you know what I'm saying like hey women that's probably watching the podcast probably like see it's not fair life is not fair let me explain that to you guys life is not fair it is not fair it's not fair is it fair if me and my wife um um you know um separate from each other and dissolute our marriage that most likely she's gonna get my son you know because she's the mother you know but i may be the better better parent i'm not saying that's our situation you know i'm just giving you a scenario you know life is not fair so so again um i can't see myself being in that situation um but then again you have people when you got money rich people do a lot of different things they do things that we probably would never even think about doing. But for me, for my safety, for because because, you know, I had I had heard a long time ago, like the people that you sleep with, like uh, it's a spiritual thing, like um, some of their spirit, a little bit of them is left with you. You know, I you know, I don't know how how that works or not, but, you know, I ain't trying to just sleep with anybody. I don't know what type of demons or type of bad energy that they got. And yeah, you look good, but the insides is scarred, and it may not have nothing to do with a STD or HIV. But you know, now everything about me is going left. Um, but but again, I won't put my kids in that situation. I won't put my wife in that situation. You know, you a known person. Let's just say a story leak. You got people that want to blackmail you. Um, probably that's the reason why they say saying this right now. Probably somebody wanted to black blackmail him and. 
she like we in an open marriage so it don't matter you know you can leak those we already told the media that we're in an open marriage so if you try to come out and say that you slept with Steph then it ain't nothing they're gonna say what's new but 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 again you know some people want to jump ahead of the story you know and control the narrative we don't know but again if that was me that it wouldn't be happening like Marcus would you like like how would you would you be in that situation like I don't know I mean there's so there, there's a few things I, I wanna I wanna say here in this situation. Um, first off, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. I mean, because yeah, I'm not mad at it because you gotta think about their situation. They met in high school. You know what I'm saying? They were basically high school sweethearts. Obviously, Steph was just you know regular Stephen Curry. He wasn't Chef Curry yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and then, you know, right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yeah, he starts blowing up, winning championships, setting records, you know, um, you know, he's the, he, you could say he's the greatest shooter of all time. Obviously he's getting thrown all kinds of stuff at him, you know, just like Wes said, you know what I'm saying? So I, I totally agree with how you, how you was, you know, saying it. Um, I think it was probably a situation where he, you know, slipped up and, you know, and she being a very compromising woman and not a lot of other women would be as compromising, no matter what, you know, especially black women. And, you know, I'm sure she was like, hey, you know, I understand what's going on. You're blowing up, you know. Everybody in a mama is probably sliding in your DM right now. Just give me the same respect to do whatever I want to do. I'm sure that's probably how it came up. And Steph probably thought about it. And it was like, and if if I'm in that situation, right? And I'm like you, I, I can't fathom the thought of the wife being with someone else. I just can't, it just, it can't enter my mind. Whoa, 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 right? Wait, 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 uh, another another dude or just an, uh, uh, another person period? Cause if it's another girl, a lot of guys probably be like, another oh dude. no, that kind of. Nah, man, another dude. Yeah, it, it, oh, uh, yeah, girl, cause I'm like, like, yeah, yeah. You feel whatever, me? You, you gotta know. clear, come on. We know what yeah. we thinking, but they, yeah, we yeah. don't know what they thinking. We gotta make sure that we on the I, same page. I hear you. Girl, but we gotta, you know, I totally understand. But um, yeah, I can't fathom the situation uh, for me personally. But if I was in his shoes, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe. But the thing is, I would have to not know about anything. You know what I'm saying? You See, but then when you catch her, then you're going to leave her. You can't tell me about anything that goes on. I, we, are, we have this understanding, but as soon as a dude approach me or tell me something or say yeah i, I got that bubble or something like that uh, you know what <laughs> and any type of <laughs> language like that that comes my way oh it's over kid you know what i'm saying like come on like that it better be kept on the wraps as if it's not happening you know what i'm saying like oh, as if it's not even going on at all because as soon as that thing happens soon as any type of social media thing happens, or of a, of a dude comes at me any kind of crazy way bruh that's it 
it's over. This marriage nah, is over. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's, it's, it's you know over saying? for me. That's it's, I mean, that's that that that's the thing for me. But look, if they, if they if they are able to make it work, I'm not mad at them at all. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, they met in high school. They didn't have a chance to really explore and just you know be hoes, you know, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like what most of us were in in our 20s. In in their 20s, they were together and having babies and getting richer and richer. I mean, Aisha doing her thing, you know, gotten cooking shows and all kinds of, you know, blogs and everything going on. Um, she want to feel so, good, man, like Halle Berry. She want to feel good. Right. Make exactly. me feel good. I mean, she's living the best life. I mean, you're married <laughs> to seemingly a good dude. You got beautiful children. I mean, you know, you seem everything looks great on the outside looking in, but you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And and to me, I'm not mad at them at all. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at them either. If they can make it work, make it work. You know what I'm saying? Because it still looks nice on the outside. Because when you see them together, it looks great. You know, they look like a great couple. They even had a, like, I, I seen an episode that Madonna was watching um when they was on the show together and they look like a great you know family you know what i'm saying doesn't seem like there's any type of any type of um, tension at all between them and i I give them the most props if they can make but what's what's their angle though man what's their angle because because me i'm like look no there was there was nothing negative coming out about you guys Like, why you want to tell the world this? Like, what, why? Or like, what? What? I think it's, what, but what? I think it's what you said. You said, I, you said that maybe uh, one of them dimes was trying to blackmail. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they had to come out and say it publicly because you know, you know, somebody thought they was gonna come up in a situation and they were like, nah, we got this agreement. You know, you ain't coming up on nothing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Like, I, I couldn't do it again. Like I said, if it, if, if it was. Another dude automatically is a no because you know you know how men is. We think we're only we think we're two heads. This one and the other one. You feel me? <laughs> Women, when it comes ultimately to, um down to it, when it's sexually, you know they're more emotional when it comes to that situation, and it's not just a smash and dash. It ain't no hit it and quit it. It's more of a building relationship type shit. You know, so if you're gonna do that, do that with a girl, but you don't need to you don't need to be on the dolo with it. You know, I I you know. I'll, you know, dive in, you know, (laughs) and be in that situation. But, 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 hey, it is what it is, you know. Um, They got the money. They got that type of relationship. You know, um, a lot of people would never have that type of relationship. Because like you said, especially a Black woman, hell no. They do not share, you know. It's just like trying to have the last slice of cake. That's for me. (laughs) Don't even try to grant it. But, 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 yeah, man. It is yeah. what it is. My my um, wife is, is um she she's not really the jealous jealous type, you know what I'm saying? She's more so uh protective type. Like her territory. Yeah, she territorial. Huh? Yeah. There that, you that's go. what she is. You yeah, know that's what, what I mean. But at the same time, it's not like we walking down the street and 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 and, and a bad one walk by that I can't look at her, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, she ain't gonna, she probably gonna point her out to me. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we don't go to a, to a strip club together and she gonna pay, pay for the dance. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not that, not that bad. Serious. Yeah. Well, we, 
you know, I mean, we we you might take it an even step further, but I ain't even going to say this in a podcast of 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 a level that we could even take it. But it's together, it's mutual. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying it's not mm-hmm. like um I'm calling some 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 girl up. You know, what I'm saying, and we gonna I'm asleep out on a night. Nah, that's not going down. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying that's definitely not going down. But you know, if it's a situation that's mutual. And if it's a situation that's agreed upon with the two parties, then it is what it is. Wonderful. More power to them, to, to the curries. You know, you know what I think? I think it's just that they they want to, they want these people that's supposedly like their idols to certain people, their role models to people. They want these people to be like, it's just like how Miley Cyrus was when she was on Nickelodeon, you know what I'm saying? They want them to be that that young person that's oh golly and no no no. People grow up. Same thing like Justin Bieber. No, he you know he, people don't want to be in that light forever. You know, right. look look, Britney Spears just got it out of that light. I'm like, how the hell you fighting for your your money and your you know just to be a regular person? Like, hey, it is what it is, you know. But um. I, I, I guess, you know, yeah. certain people want to just be be that way. And it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, you know, shout out to, to Clay Thompson finally coming back, man. Like, you know, to just kind of transition to the to that same team. Um, glad to see him back, you know, because he's been out for a long time. I almost forgot he was even a player. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was gone um, for like a year, two years and a half. Yeah. Uh, so, and he looked like he's hundred percent. He's, he's back to what he's doing. Um, so Golden State already was one of the best teams in the league without him. And now you add him to the mix. It's, it's going to be a tough go for the rest of the league, but um, I feel good about our boys though. You know, I feel real good about our boys. Um, Coach Spo, Coach Spo doing another tremendous job because he's doing it with dudes called guy. Dude, dude, dude's called Guy. There's just literally a guy named Guy who's out there. Oh, he wet though. He wet though. <laughs> yeah, he, is. he wet though. He <laughs> like yo, like come on, man, splash. Yeah, man. Like him, and, and then the other kid, the other dude. Um, Yurt, Yurt, what's his name? Yurt Seven. Yurt Seven. Yurt Seven. Mm-hmm. He, he's the truth. Yeah, dude, the truth, man. Like yeah, like sixteen rebounds. Big man that can play. You know, he can rebound. I mean, he can run the floor, you know, make passes. He can score. I mean, he's like everything that you need to back up Bam, you know what I'm saying, or play together. Once Bam comes back and Jimmy comes back, this is going to be a dangerous Quick Quick, quick question. Um, you know, I, I know you know Deadman got injured. Injured. Yeah. Is it Was it something serious? I or he just know. got injured and he's going to be out a few weeks? I actually don't know how how serious his injury is, you know. Yeah, I need to, I need to see because, you know, that was a good big man as well. You know, we wouldn't have heard about your seven, you know, because he still was in the G League. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, I just want to ask that. You can go ahead. But yeah, I'll just you know the the team I, I think is is legit. You know, um, I think they're the best team in the East. To be honest, I mean, I know the record doesn't show right now. I mean, we did lose the injuries, games, but. I mean, the only consistent player really has been Tyler Hero. He's the only one who hasn't been injured at any point, I don't think. Baby um, go. Um, 
but you know Duncan Robinson has been okay. He's been some tiny. Um, he need to get traded. I agree with you 100. Um, I think paying him way too much money, and I think somebody would uh, pay for his contract because he's a shooter. Um, and you know, uh, teams want shooters. Um, but everybody else, I, I, I would keep on this team. Kyle Lowry. I mean, he's been playing pretty well. I mean, he's been what he is. You know, he hasn't been, like, setting the world on fire. He's been the same guy that he's been uh, these past few years. Um, he's pretty solid. Um, he's um, he's consistent is what he is. Um, he, he doesn't give you – he's not going to drop 30 points on you, you know, but he's going to give you, you know, maybe 17, and he's going give, to give you maybe eight assists. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's consistent. He, him and, and Tyler Hero, it's, it's weird for me to say it, but kind, kind of been carrying this team to where they are right now with the injuries to Bam and injuries to, to, to Jimmy Buckets. Um, so I'm really excited about, about this team and, uh, and what they can do. And shout out to Coach Spo for making it work. And, and, and um, you know, the, the, the GM in the front office bringing these teams from the, these players from the G League because they just coming out here and just balling like they've been in the NBA forever, you know. So the Heat by far and away to, has been the class of Miami sports for the past 20 years, I guess you could say. Maybe more than that, 25 years. They've been holding it down for Dade County. holding it down, bro. Like, because without them, you know, I mean, where would we be at? You know what I'm saying? Georgia, Georgia, Georgia just won the national championship on Monday. And they ain't winning championships since 1980. It seemed like they should have. They've had some great teams, some great players. Over the years, I mean, Todd Gurley, Matt Stafford, I mean, A.J. Green. I could go on and on for all, all the great players that Georgia has had. And they have not won a championship in 40 years. When they made that interception at the end of the game, people was crying. And that's how I feel I'm going to feel when the Hurricanes win again. <laughs> you know, because it's only been 20 years, but it feels like 40. You know what I'm saying? It's only been 20, 21 years now. It's um, been like that because you're thinking about the Dolphins as well, the Dolphins and the Canes. That's why <laughs> it seems like 40. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's feel it feels like that long, that long. But I mean, uh, that that win by Georgia made me feel like we got a chance. We we got a chance. You know, um Alabama, they're not they they not like they're not impossible to beat. You know, they like the boss in a video game. It takes a, it takes a while to beat the boss at the end of the game. But you ended up you end up beating them <laughs> eventually. And they ain't going nowhere. Obviously, they're going to lose a lot of guys. <clears throat> but they got the most important player coming back next year. They quarterback who I think is going to be the next Kyler Murray to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, back to the heat. The, the, they're, the, they're the team that's that's been holding it down and I think they're the favorite to come out the east yeah, man the heat the, the see but that, when people talk about the, well they don't talk about the heat 
again, I was just having this same conversation with someone where I was getting something to eat and, you know, a dude seen my, my heat shirt that I was wearing and he started talking about the heat and I'm like, what the hell? But then I looked down at my shirt and then I'm like, all right, I know what you're talking about. But anyway, um, they don't talk about us when we do good. They don't talk about us only when we do bad. When we do bad, they're going to talk about us. But when we do good, you know. But again, like we've been saying on the, on Mark West Course podcast, they hate us because of our weather, weather, our beaches, and our women, you know. And um, it is what it is. Us. But huh? They hate us because they ain't us. Yes, yeah. People hate what they want to be. You know, yeah. we live where you want a vacation. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, like um, you you stated, you know, your seven is doing good, big man. I think he has sixteen rebounds in one game, consistent with the shot. You in the beginning, he I think he had a little bit of butterfingers. You know, he wasn't as consistent in, in in front of the rim as he was in the in the in the G League. But then he wind up, you know, getting comfortable, and he's back to almost that person in the G League. I think he was still a little better in the G League, but again, the competition is better in the NBA. So of course that's understandable. But um, like you said, Clay Thompson came back, you know, to a team that's already been dominating in out west. Um, but like 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 you um stated again, I think the Miami Heat is the best team in the East. Um the the actual numbers may not say that, but we've been injured practically half the season. <laughs> you know, um, and, you know, we don't even have Jimmy Buckets. We don't have Bam Adebayo, um, but we have certain players that are stepping up, people to, from the streets. Like you said, Guy, um, Yurt Seven, you have um, Kyle Lowry um, been doing his thing, you know, driving the ball, pushing the basketball, you know, trying to get everybody involved. But Baby Goat is who's holding it down. Baby yeah. Goat is who's doing his thing. The guy's like 25, 30, 30 points a game, you know, and he's coming off the bench. Imagine if he started. Um, right. That's kind of how keep it him was. On the bench, though. Yeah, keep, they need to keep him on the bench because that's exactly what they did when Dragas was doing good. Dragas used to look good coming off the bench, um, probably because some individuals probably a little bit more tired. You're better than the second unit, whatever it is. Um, it, it, it worked. You know, um, and, and we still don't have Oladipo. Oladipo, um, I posted right. on, on on our page, you know, him, he's looking good, you know, and he's doing a sky hook, you know. I'm like, he's doing a sky hook and making it consistently. He did it like five times in a row and made them all five times. Um, he's not somebody that I need doing that. I kind of need Yurt Seven and Bam doing that when he come back or Deadman. But just the plain fact that you could do that, you don't see a lot of people doing the sky hook. You know, um, when you're trying to come back from rehab, they're doing they're doing um, free throws, three point shots, you know, mid range game. Um, and if you got a knee injury, they're doing a lot of knee um, workouts, you know. But again, when you bring that that team back, you know, Jimmy Buckets, you know, um, Bam Adebayo, Deadman, with the uh, Oladipo, um, with that core that we already got, everybody know who who's the the guy you're gonna give the ball to in the end it's going to be jimmy buckets um but with these shooters that we have now guy we got, uh, we got, we got oh yeah white side we got shooters down here um and and, and uh we, we you could get it give it to anybody and i'm pretty sure they're consistent enough to make the shot um it just looked good um something that the dolphins need um 
unlike other people who are our owner in Miami, he lives in Miami. Um, Pat Riley is known to give you what you don't want to hear. That's why they call him the Godfather, but he's still going to have that relationship. And then you have everyone else beneath him, loyal and running it a certain way. So um, that's kind of the difference between Miami um, Dolphins and the Miami Heat. Um, but again, um, it is what it is. We're looking good. You you spoke on the, on the Panthers. The Panthers are looking good. You seen Kodak Black doing his thing over there. You didn't see what he was doing nah. at the Panthers game. He was like, he, oh, oh, yeah. You, you need to you need to you need to go ahead. I'm gonna send you the video, but you need to go ahead on on, on Instagram. Um, you need to watch that video. Um, Kodak Black. Um, at the Panthers game. Um, in 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 the little booth. Looked like he was making a little play. You <laughs> feel me? Like with a little action on that. Like, like when you see it, you're gonna be like, yo, Kodak Black did that. Like he really <laughs> did that. Um, but again, the Panthers are doing good. Yeah. Um, it's just you know, and the Kings are doing good. You know, we didn't even jump on the Canes really yet. You know, we're gonna because we, the Canes it deserves its own, you know, time. Um, but but yeah, the Canes are doing their thing right now. Um, I'm trying to send it to you right now. But but yeah, um, yeah. Go ahead and check your uh, go ahead and check your 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 um, Instagram right now. Okay. But but yeah, um, mm -hmm. the Heat are doing good. The Dolphins are doing bad. The Panthers are doing good. And typical Miami, you know, um, wait, we got people that, wait, that, wait, that hold do on, certain hold things. On. <laughs> hold on, wait, wait, hold on, bruh. You know how that boy Yak be doing. <laughs> you feel me? Come on, you only live once, though. You only live once, though. Oh, Lord, this man is I tell it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But 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 yeah, yeah. check that out. Definitely. <laughs> if you could go ahead and do that at these games, boy, then hey, that's I'm glad, I'm like glad you bringing attention to the Panthers game. That, 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 yeah, that's definitely, cool. definitely, definitely, you know. But um but anyway, I mean, hey, there, there's something else I want to talk about. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Is A B, hmm. bro. We gotta talk about A B. We gotta talk about A B. It's a never end the story never any story i mean like i don't know man like when i first seen it happen i was watching red zone i was just like what's going on why, why has he got his shirt off and why is he running off the field like what happened? yeah like what happened you know um and then the story comes out that you know he he wanted to get his bread with the incentive of getting the catches. He wasn't being targeted. They was losing the game against the Jets for some reason. And then um, he wanted into the game. Well, no, um, coach was telling him to go into the game. And he was like, nah, I'm not going in. Uh, he's injured. Talking about he was injured all of a sudden. He had an ankle injury. And... I don't know what's really the truth of what, or, you know, everybody got a side to the story, right? But 
the thing is, just like what Wes just said, it's a never ending story, meaning you got a track record. You know, this is like ever since that this happened with Pittsburgh, there's always like a new story with AB. Now, I love AB as a player. Um, he's from the crib, obviously. I, I, I root for anybody who came from the crib, like me. So we essentially on the same team. But when you consistently are making uh, pretty much a mockery of yourself, it's kind of hard to believe you. Like Jay-Z said, we don't believe you. You need more people. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's this, there's just, I mean, maybe it's true. Maybe they was trying to force him to get into the game. But it's football, though. Like, how many times do they be like, hey, you got, you know, you got a little swollen foot or swollen knee. Can you play? Go in there. We need you. Um, happens on every level of football, by the way. And for him to be like creating a controversy, I mean, it's just, it was disappointing. It was disappointing to see because this is a team that gave you another chance to make it happen, you know? What's that? At least he got a ring now. <laughs> yeah. And they gave you a ring. You got a ring last year and props to you because it's not like you were just on the bench you actually contribute you contributed in the Super Bowl um but for you to continue with these shenanigans because that's what that's the only way I can describe it is that these are shenanigans that that's happening I can't trust you football a football teammate I can't trust you as a football fan um you know I just I can't trust you um and to be honest I think he might have some kind of mental problems or mental issues or needs some kind of therapy, you know, because, um, it's been, it's just been an ongoing saga with him and these shenanigans, the thing with the, with the movers, you know, like he was starting kind of beef with the movers or something like that. And, you know, uh, it's baby mama drama and just like, there's just always some kind of story. And it's disappointing because to me, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Fame player to me. You know, he's one of the best receivers to ever play the game um, on the field. He's He's been consistent um, even in these times, you know. Um, he hasn't been on the field that much this, this season. Uh, I believe he was injured or had a COVID situation or what or whatnot. Um, but when he's on the field, he produces. Um and it's hard not to produce with Tom Brady, though. I'm not going to lie about Brady. that. Tom Shady. Um, but, you know, that I mean, that's all I really got to say about A.B. I mean, it's a bizarre situation. Uh, the B in A.B. is bizarre to it's, me. You know, <laughs> he's a bizarre person. Look, you, you should have known you should have known there's something wrong with him when he sat on that barbershop show with with with. LeBron and them boys with his hair colored a different color and all type of heel looking crazy. You feel yeah. I me? Mean? You know, but but again, I I don't blame AB. You know, I blame him a little bit. Why? Is because ever since he got that that hit 
when he was in Pittsburgh by that guy from Cincinnati, the one that I think he's not in the league no more for always hitting people helmet to helmet, trying to get him out the game. I think I think he did something to him mentally. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's kind of like when I was doing case management work, there was this dude that um, he was regular at first, but then he got hit by a car and then that's what made him go crazy. You feel me? Like his head hit something in the car and, you know, you know, that's what made him like have those different, you know, episodes or whatever like that. So I think that's the same thing that happened with AB because you didn't hear this his whole career. You know what I'm saying? You didn't hear this in the first half of his career in Pittsburgh, coming out of college, you know, high school, you know, you didn't hear none of this. You heard, you heard all this after he got that 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 hit. So um, I do agree with you when you say, you know, he probably got a mental illness. Uh, people don't want to say it because they already know what it is or they're not putting two and two together because, you know, the NFL don't want to make it seem like um, they don't want to pay nobody. You know what I mean? With this concussion and the CTE, you know what I'm saying? But you got Junior Seah and other individuals that, that actually... Um, you know, gave examples, gave donated their own brain by taking their own life to show people that, you know, football is serious. It's a serious sport. And, you know, this is uh, something that happens. Now, I don't think it's the NFL fault. I mean, you signed up for this. You know what I'm saying? You're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to do certain things like this. Hockey probably going to have the same type of problem. UFC going to probably have the same problem, you know, um, even WWE. And it's not even supposedly real. It's just entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Because you could get a concussion from, from, you know, even practicing, you know. But again, I really think he got a problem. Um, and um, when you, you when you give somebody a lot of money and they, they're not right up the, in the head and, you know. You're entitled. Not, yeah, you're entitled, but that's what I'm saying. You're entitled now. Because you got the money, because like I'm saying, like I didn't hear this his whole career. You know what I'm saying? It's not like A B was A B his whole career, you know. Um, yeah, Mike Wallace, when you was in Pittsburgh, gave you more opportunity at other uh, wide receivers there, which kind of they probably got doubled and you know, you wind up getting your shot. So, but again, after you got hit, that's when I start seeing all this drama with you, you know. Um, I'm I mean any person with money, you got five, man, you could be the, the weakest link on the team. You got five, 10 million sitting in the bank. You know, you don't need to have like 50, 60, you know, they, you know, it, it don't really matter when it comes to the money for, for AB. I just think that um, something switched up on his, in his brain when he got hit and um, they don't want to say that on TV because you know, they settled. And I think it was a bad deal when it came to the settlement about the CTE um so um i just think they don't want to shine no more light on it but he on another level he do say some some real shit though when he say tom brady can't do it himself that's the obvious no quarterback can do it himself you know what i'm saying if i throw your ball you can't catch it then like what the hell um you know uh when it comes to when it comes to um what's his name gronkowski i felt him on that but I don't feel him because Gronkowski don't got no history of doing some, I don't, I can't depend on you, give you this guaranteed money, and then you're going to do some craziness. You know what I'm saying? Compared to you, 
your MO, your modus operandi is you're going to do shit like this. You did it with the Raiders. You did it with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You did it with a few teams. So why am I going to give you guaranteed money? Everything going to be in incentive wise. Now, if you really want your money, then how are you going to say you want wanted to be in the game and he don't want you to come in and go in the game? Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. You, like, you say you want to be in the game and he didn't want you to go in the game. But then you say, oh, um, you didn't want to go in the game because you was, um, injured. You was injured. So which one is it? I don't know which one, one is, is it. it. <laughs> you feel know I me? Mean? So, so again, but that's all going back to having a mental problem. Like, you didn't even remember the lie to continue that lie, to even make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's not like you said it months ago. You just said it the other day or a few minutes ago. And then now you're changing it, you know, to change the narrative. No, everything is recorded. Like, what? again, that just shows that somebody ain't right up there for right. you not to even, you know, make that correlation to continue to lie. Now, it's bad to lie, but damn, continue to lie so you don't look bad. <laughs> At least take it right. to the grave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which one is it? I wanted to go in the game and they didn't want me to get the money. Cool. You know what I'm saying? But now when you looking bad, you know, oh, nah, I told him I couldn't go in the game because I'm injured. So now I just don't believe you again. Exactly. Um, but, but hey, it is what it is. Like you said, he's one of the greatest wide receivers in the, NBA, in the NFL. Why? Because of his speed and his hands. He came from down here. You know, yeah. you always want to see everybody from down here shine. Kind of like in, in that national championship game, Everybody from Florida, you know, was part of that national championship game. You wind up posting that on, on, on the Benjamin report. I was like, damn, I'm reading that. I'm like, damn, I didn't even notice. You got like seven, eight people from the crib that's and, doing their thing. And I didn't and, name and, all of them. There was even there was even more I could have named, but Twitter only gives you a certain amount of characters. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, so so again, this is the melting pot. Um, and it kind of I know we, you know, um, I don't really want to talk about AB too much because it's a never-ending story with him. He's gonna have another story like in a few more days when we record again, so we can continue on that. But it can make make me transition into um, what we should have been talked about a long time ago. Like you said earlier, you wind up getting COVID. Our producer wind up getting COVID. Both y'all wives not wind up getting COVID, and it just took a toll on the show. We couldn't record for damn near a whole month you know yeah, so yeah, so yeah. back 2020 but but before christmas you know was it before or after christmas it was before christmas huh when mario cristobal wind up being named the head coach we haven't damn, spoke on this yet damn, we haven't spoke on that wow you feel what <laughs> damn. like mario cristobal <laughs> wind up being named the head coach of the University of Miami. And that brought almost tears to my eyes. I felt so good. <laughs> I'm like, damn, we, we're in the right direction. Um, yeah. and, 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 you know, I know you're, I'll let you go first on this because okay. I know you know a lot more of these players that actually um, wind up um, saying that they're going to stay to the crib. You know, we got a yeah. lot of four stars that yeah, stay yeah. to the crib. And we got a lot of people that's coming from, you know, and transferring over here all because of the Super Mario Cristobal. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great way to tee it up. First of all, 
Love the hire. Love it. I mean, the fact that Oregon was a legitimate team and you were able to get a coach of that caliber to mm-hmm. come to the crib. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he went to high school at Columbus, you know what I'm saying, who's still a, a high school power down here. Mm-hmm. And he played for the University of Miami, won two championships um, as an offensive lineman, too. Um, so you already know them offensive linemen is coming. And I've been checking on Twitter. You know me. I'm on Twitter, and I'm checking who they offering. And they just been offering, offering, offering. And, and these are players from not only from Florida, too, like from way out in California, you know, from Georgia, just they just offering offensive linemen too, big, big, strong, athletic dudes. You know what I'm saying? And and the fact that he was able to flip that tight end from Alabama. This is a this is a tight end who was who was always thinking about Miami. Miami was always on his radar, but then he committed to Alabama. Mario Cristobal comes over, and then boom, um he flips from Alabama to Miami, which means we have the the chance to start getting five-star type players now because they believe in this coach. Um, I have to, you know, first of all, I want to give props to myself (laughs) because I've been saying the players that we got, I've been talking about like all year. I've been talking Mm -hmm. about Wesley the Saints. Mm-hmm. He committed to the U. I've been talking about Nigel Lee Kelly from, from Dillard. He committed to the U. And I've been saying all year, it's been documented on this podcast that these players want to come to the U. They just need a reason to come because Manny Diaz wasn't the guy. You know, we all know Manny Diaz wasn't the guy. And he's a great guy, person, you know what I'm saying? But he just wasn't the guy. He, I mean, this recruiting class, before Mario Cristobal uh, took over was evidence in itself. We had like, what, four four players com- committed? And then he comes over, we get Nigel Kelly. Wes- Wesley Besaint, he committed before, but, you know, I'm pretty sure he knew that what was going down. And then we were in the running all of a sudden for these other players that we were not, we weren't even on their radar, bruh. Mm-hmm. And then I, I speak to, you know, high school coaches. I actually had a relationship with Earl Little Sr. Um, and he's a coach at American Heritage. His son played Earl Little Jr. Um, he used to show me um, text messages that Mario Cristobal used to send him. This was way before Mario Cristobal come, um, decided to come here. He used to show me, he's like, you see, he was like, you see Mario Cristobal texting me? He's texting me every day trying to get Earl Little to flip to Oregon at the time, obviously. Um, So that is the type of recruiter he is, somebody who's dedicated to getting players to the U. And, And of course, there's more incentive for him to get players to come because he's from there. He's he he's an alum. So, of course, he wants his team, his school his city that he's from to do great. So the sky's the limit, man, for, um, you know, the, the you at this point, because recruiting is where we was hurting. I think the, the guys that we used to get over the years 
are just players that just, you know, love Miami and wanted to play for the hometown. Now we're going to get players that are from Texas, that are from Georgia, that are from offensive linemen that are from like Wisconsin, Ohio, Pennsylvania. Those are the type of players that are going to start to come down here. And then once that happens, all, all the all the players that we seen in this national championship game that wasn't playing for Miami or wasn't even playing for a Florida team, they're gonna start to stay home. The the James Cooks, Dalvin Cook's uh little brother, you know, the Jordan Battles, who you know played for St. Thomas Aquinas, Dallas Turner, you know, Evan Neal, who Evan Neal is an offensive lineman for Alabama, his parents known hurricane fans and just still decided to go to Alabama. Those are the type of players that will stay to Miami. And they're in the running now for Shamar Stewart. Shamar Stewart is defensive end at a pace. And I, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there right now. I think he's going to commit to the U. It, it's, it's, it's Georgia, which, yeah, that's going to be a tough sell because Georgia just won a national championship. That's probably, to me, going to be the toughest team to, to overcome. But my heart is telling me that Shamar Stewart is going to commit to the U. And he's a, like, size-wise, he, he, he is a player that can play right now. Um, Nigel Lee Kelly, I think, in my opinion, a better defensive end than, than Shamar Stewart. But if you got both of those kids coming to, the, coming to the crib, the sky's the limit. And you already got the quarterback. You know, you already got the quarterback locked down. You already have a, a, a recruit quarterback just in case – Buddy goes down. Now, Garcia, I hate to break it, but is likely going to be in the transfer portal. You know what I'm saying? Because I know he thinks he's good from what everybody else seen in him in practice. He's a good player. But if Van Dyke keeps setting the world on fire, there's no way he's going to take his spot. So I think Garcia is going to be in the transfer portal. Maybe not this year, but probably next year if Van Dyke sets the world on fire again. But uh, everywhere else, man, I, I think the Hurricanes gives you a reason to be excited. Mario Cristobal is a great hire, and um, the coaching staff is still being put together. So he, he wants to make sure he gets the right guys. They just hired Kevin Smith, who is a running back at a 2,000-yard running back at UCF, who just came on as a coach. I like that hire as well. Um, he, uh, he got an offensive line coach who played with him at Columbus, who's been with him a while though at Oregon. I like that hire as well. The strength and conditioning coach. I don't know much about him, but he looks like he's that guy. You seen him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's that Juicy. guy. He looks like he's a wrestler. You know, he looks like he's mm -hmm. a WWF guy, but he bringing that energy. Um, he seemed like he's a step up from the guy that they had before. So Canes, Canes fans, you know, I try not to get too excited about the Hurricanes, but there's reason to be excited because we are going to get those recruits that we missed. I mean, and that tight end that I was talking about, Jaleel Skinner, is evidence because he wasn't coming to Miami. The only reason why he came to Miami is Mario Cristobal. Nigel Lee Kelly is the same way. He was thinking about going to Oregon. And, and Cyrus Moss. And Cyrus Moss, another linebacker from not from the crib, which is what I'm saying. Like, he's going to start to get players 
that are not from the crib to come down here. It's going to be, and, and it's really the perfect time because the ACC, not really that great. Clemson is looking vulnerable. Florida State is down. Uh, it's the perfect opportunity for the Hurricanes to really kind of step into their greatness, which what they are, which was they supposed to be. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, man, I mean, that's, that's, that, that's, that's all I really got to say about the U. Um, National Signing Day is basically in a month. I, like I said, I, I think Shamar Stewart is going to – thank you fading out on me. Uh, I think Shamar Stewart is going to be, you know, the next big guy. He's a five-star. I, I don't really consider him a five-star. In my opinion, he's a four-star defensive end. But he has five-star capabilities, you know. I think if he's coached up right, he can be that dominant player. Um, so, yeah, I think he's he's the next player. Got a couple offensive linemen that they offered. And, you know, I, I think the Hurricanes are definitely trending in the right direction. And it's glad to see. It's good to see. Yeah, me too. You know, agree with everything that you stated. You know, um, everybody that I've seen that was signed with us was, was a four-star Except that, you know, I think it was one three star, but um, you know, you know, sometimes these four stars should be five stars. We 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 right. can't really tell. Sometimes the five stars should be four stars. But regardless of the fact, just the plain <clears throat> fact that we had the four stars in front of that, I'm looking at it like, yeah, and like like what you said, a lot of these individuals that wind up signing with us late, um, we were not even in their radar. Um, from what I was getting, like Manny Diaz didn't even holler at him. You know, so so right. that just shows uh, we we had to make that move um, again. Um, a lot of a lot of talk and not not a lot of, a lot of show. You know, it was a lot of um, you know people acting. You know, the turnover chain. You know, the rings and all that. It was good, but again, you taking out the turnover chain when we're losing by like seventeen. I don't care. We got an interception. Like, come on, man, need that turnover chain to the side you got to use that when it, when it's uh impactful play if you know it, it can't just be like a gimmick and that's uh what it wound up becoming a gimmick and that's exactly what manny diaz was a gimmick an individual that got a job because of his dad and because of the relationships that his dad built in miami so um hiring um mario cristobal and and seeing these people um jump shit like like you said with skinner um, and, and other individuals, you know, he 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 dominated out west. He had one of the top recruiting classes out west when he was in Oregon for this year. So what you think? He was just gonna tell everybody like, I'm going to Miami. All y'all that I built these relationships with, y'all go to Oregon and don't follow me in Miami. Really? No, you know. So I knew that we were gonna have a decent recruiting class, um, and just to go ahead and pick up a lot of other individuals that's from Miami. Um, we know the melting pot for good players is in Miami. Like we said earlier, we've seen a lot of those individuals at the championship game. Uh, Marcus could have had a lot more, but of course, you know, Twitter, how they be doing, they be gooking. They only want you to put a little, a little something out. But regardless of the fact, um, to have him over here and make a change in a month, not less than a month. You know what I'm saying? Because I think he got hired like right before Christmas. We're like on the 12th right now. You know, I think one more week would make it an official month since he's been hired and he's made that that big jump. You know, you got um, um, Lou Headley, our cook, 
our, our kicker that's coming back. You know, you have um, individuals like Nesta Severa wind up transferring. Why are you transferring? Because you know you're one of these super seniors that I've been speaking about. You're here because the talent around you is trash. Now that you got some good people around you and you probably ain't going to get no playing time, let me go ahead and kick rocks early before they kick the rocks for me. So for me... Um, you know why? Because Leonard Taylor is taking his spot. Come on, That's man. what I was saying. That's what Leonard I'm saying. You know, for me... Setting the world on fire. You, 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 you already know what it is. I mean, um, you've seen him... Um, he, he showed flashes and he was a rookie. So just to play on, on fact that you have that individual and other individuals that's going to come. we got a new strength and conditioning coach um, that, like you said, he looked like he played wrestling, like he's in a WWE or something or ECW or something. Yeah. Um, but 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 um, I just like the direction that we're going in. Again, we already got a quarterback um, that was the NCAA um, quarterback, I guess, of the year. Um and we finally got an offensive line coach um, that that followed um, uh, Mario Cristobal had that bit that that relationship throughout the years. So you already know you, they got that cohesiveness, something that the Miami Dolphins don't have. But um, I think we're going to be in the right direction. Um, Garcia, hopefully you don't transfer this year. If you do transfer, make it be next year. If it's next year, it's understandable. Um, yeah. But 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 yeah, I see us. I see us. Um, you know, continuing in that trend, and I can't wait till February so we can see how many other individuals want to come to Dade County. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, man, it, it's it, they're definitely trending in the right direction. Um, it, it's it's great to see that that's where they're going. Um, and the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit uh, for the Hurricanes. And I, I saw a couple of preseason polls, like way too early polls, got Miami 22-25. And that's all because of that quarterback. They believe in a quarterback uh, could, could really do it. And then, oh, yeah, the one, the one other thing I wanted to say was um, we are likely going to get a transfer from Clemson, a receiver who's from down here, Frank Latz, who's a, who's a player who dominated down here. Um surprised that he hasn't really done anything over there at Clemson. I'm not sure what the situation is over there, but he's likely going to be transferring, which is going to add to that wide receiver room, which is already stacked already. You know what I'm saying? Um, because uh, Restrepo, I, I love, love the kid. I think he's going to be great. Brashard Smith is one of the fastest players on the field. Um, and then Brinson and, and Jacoby George, they can make all the catches, you know, they just need to build more weight. Once they, once they build that, that weight, uh, they'll be legit. But Frank Ladson already has that weight, you know, he's already, he's somebody who could step in right away. And I think they're getting rid of a lot of the dead weight, you know, like getting rid of the Nesta Silveras and the Mark Popes and the, uh, the D Wiggins. already. You know, yeah, getting rid of all of that dead weight, uh, all of those, uh, you know, Manny Diaz era guys. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think um, where, where they're going right now is 
You know, it's the sky's the limit because defensive backs, they stack. James Williams, he's a true freshman last year. And Avante Williams is also <laughs> that guy, you know. Kitchens. <laughs> you know, Cam Kitchens is he steadily got better like every, every, every game, I thought. And he's a player that I covered in high school. And I always thought he was great. I always thought he had great instincts for his age. So we just really need to step up on linebacker. And I'm glad we got the recruit that we got. And Wesley Saint is obviously going to – but they, they're young, so they're not going to be, you know, um, I don't think they're going to make an immediate impact. But I would like to see them – unfortunately, we didn't get Terrence Lewis. I thought Terrence Lewis would, would probably come. But he ended up transferring to UCF. UCF is going to be a problem, by the way. UCF is going to be a problem, bro. Like, as far as all the other Florida schools, Florida is – they're down their way down. I'll say coach. They're they, they not getting recruits. Florida State, they still down. Don't believe the hype. They lost Travis Hunter, who ended up going to Jackson State. And they was just losing recruits left and right. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Before you continue, how did you feel when you seen it? When, when, when Dion just stole that boy <laughs> from Florida State? Because I know I was happy as hell. You know what I'm saying? At first, I was just shocked because he'd been committed to Florida State for a long time. Like, I was shocked. Like, like, and confused, too. Like, wait, like, it, the first thing that came to my mind, to be honest, like, how much bread they paying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Like, Jackson State, come on, man. Like, what's the, how big is the bag, you know? Because it did, doesn't make a lot. I understand is Dion. He's he's a defensive back. Dion, obviously, I think the best defensive back of all time. Receiver, receiver and DB though. Yeah, but I think more so he's he's probably gonna be a defensive back. But yeah, he plays receiver as well and dominating kids. He's just an overall great athlete. Um, and usually when you have a great athlete, you want him at DB because that's kind of more important on a football field um, receivers, you can just, you can get receivers, but to get a lockdown corner is hard to find. Um, so yeah, I was shocked, bro. I was shocked. I was like, and that was signing day. I was, I was at the Nigel Lee Kelly signing. Then I went to the uh, Earl Little and, and um, Marvin Jones Jr. Signing. And then I saw the, the news on my phone. I like everybody else. And I was like, what's what? <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. I mean, happy for HBCUs because, hey, and then they got another four-star kid who we was actually in contention in um, um, during the All-American game. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm glad for HBCUs. I feel like HBCUs in maybe five years, coming maybe. Back, coming back. Yeah, in five years or so, I think they might be legitimately coming back, you know, um, and FAMU, um, my old school, <laughs> they, they've been playing well, too. They're like the second best HBCU behind Jackson State right now. I mean, I don't know. Uh, who, who knows how great they could be? But, but yeah, man, I'm just more so happy like you to see that that dumpster fire in Florida State just go up in flames because they just lost recruit after recruit after recruit that day. And I don't think they, that, yeah, they, they're not going to be that team. 
you know, even though they beat us this year. Let's they not even go. BS. Yeah, yeah. I totally – we both totally blame Manny Diaz for that loss. They should have won, you know, but it is what it is. We need that. Everything happened for a reason. He still yeah, would have exactly. been our coach. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm happy we, we lost that, that game. Exactly. We needed that we needed, for Mario. <laughs> Because if you step back for a major comeback, huh? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so let's just, you know, let's just be happy. That'd be the greatest Florida State loss in history of the Miami Hurricanes. But um, well, yeah, that's all I got about the, about the hurricanes. And um, you know, it, it's seven, it's about to go into seven on seven season and combine season. Um, I was a little out of commission for the last couple of weeks, as as y'all know, but I'm gonna be back on that and I'm gonna be pumping out all kinds of stories, recruiting stories. Um, coming up in the next couple of months and then we got some really big news coming up in the summer that I'm not going yeah y'all boys know about it but you know in the summer it's 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 going to be a game changer let's just say um, so I'm excited about about 2022 2022 is probably going to be the best probably going to be the best year of my life for a lot of different reasons and for another reason too that my boy Wes has put me on so i'm gonna keep that under wraps too but 2022 is is likely going to be the best year ever <laughs> yeah 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 and yeah man you know um last topic we could kind of cover is kind of piggybacking off what we kind of covered you know to you know to gotta get it in you know he gotta say what he want to say ceo to terrell owens hall of famer um uh, he says um, there's not a white coach that can come in a black person home and do what Deion Sanders did, Deion Sanders did on with the corner on cornerback Travis Hunter. Now, do you really feel like like there's some 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 um something valid in what he's saying, or it just sounds like it's just T.O. and it's crazy? Because me, I think he I think he's speaking the gospel right there because you know um. You know, ultimately, you know, I know we're integrated now and everything like that, supposedly. Um, but um, I'm gonna feel a, I'm gonna feel I, I'm gonna be a little bit more comfortable with a, a black individual than a white individual, and I that, that it may be a detriment to me, you know, because the white individual may be there to 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 do more than the black individual that I'm more comfortable with. But when you got somebody like Deion Sanders, it don't even need to be Deion. It could just be Marcus and his personality. And I have my son ready to go to college. And if I really feel him and 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 because you know, when they come to your crib, they be like, yo, I'm gonna take care of him. I'm gonna make sure he graduate, stay out of trouble. I'm gonna um, you know, um, make sure that that um he he be a better person you know, individually and make them more of a man. Um, that's what they normally sell to you. But we already know the reality. That's the sell. When you when you get to, to the actual um, facilities, there's a lot of people that was there that he sold that same dream to. And if you're not producing like I expect, then that same love that I told your mom you know, it's not really what it is, you know? And, you know, you got some individual that they probably lie. And when their parents ask them, you know, how's everything, you know, is he treating you good? Yeah, he's treating me good, but you getting treated like shit. You feel know I me? Mean? Just to yeah. save face. You know what right. I'm saying? Why are you not playing? Oh, nah, this, that, you, you know what I'm saying? 
So yeah, again, yeah. you know, for me, I really do think that 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 T.O. really has some validity to what he was saying because, um, you know, yeah, it could be a bad thing because, like I said, you know, you were shocked, I was shocked. It's unprecedented, you know. Um, but you know, originally, you know, all these the talent came from HBCUs because you know they really wasn't you know, trying to have us play football with you guys. You feel what I'm saying? The first individual that kind of changed that was was um the Raiders um coach. Um, you know, Al Davis, you know, yeah, wind up, you know, um doing certain things like that. But for me, um I think I think he's not lying, even though he's known for controversy and certain things like that. Um I think TO was right. And 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 um especially right now, nowadays, you got nowadays where um, that's why I'm kind of happy with the transfer um, portal. You got the transfer portal, you know, these, these coaches that were selling the dreams. If, if these dreams don't become reality, you know, um, I don't know if I can stay over here and I could go ahead and transfer and take my talent somewhere else, take it to South Beach though. Um, and, and yeah. So what, what, what you think about on what T.O. said? I mean, I think that, that there's some validity to that because you know like it's whatever it's with anything like i hate to say this but i'm going to trust a black person over a white person um when it comes to taking care of my kid you know what i'm saying because you can relate to me more so than the opposite for the most part you know what i'm saying for the most part there's some you know people who you know from the hood too um, generally, I don't really see color like that, but for the most part, like, I know we generally have gone through the same struggle or we, we, we've lived closer to the same, like, even with, with Haitians for me, like, I'm going to more so relate to somebody who's Haitian than more so a Yank because we've gone through the same type of upbringing, you know? So, so yeah, I, I I do think there's some validity to that. But at the same time, the real color that matters is green. <laughs> it's all about the green color. <laughs> it's not about black or white, man. It's about green. And with these new rules, that green color rules all. And it, mm -hmm. it's kind of it's kind of evening out now. Because the thing with the big white schools, you could be like, oh, we got the best facilities. We got all of this. We got all of that. But now we're just going to put that in your pocket, bro. Here, mm -hmm. here, here you go. You know, mm -hmm. take care of the family. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. take, take care of your cousin, your brother. You know, take care of your baby. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's a different conversation now. And I think that, that's the really the big difference right now i think these kids realize hey i don't have to go to the school with the best facilities you know what i'm saying i could get my own deals you know what i'm saying i can get my own um promotions or whatnot i can make my own money and i can get my own job if i want to now you know that that, that has evened things out which is great you know and before i think yeah the the white school the nick sabins of the world you know, they're going to entice you because one, yeah, they won. Yeah, they they got these boosters that are, you know, are, are going to try to give you stuff under the table. But now everything is out there. 
everything is out in the open now. So you don't need, you know, Joe who went who owns a car dealership to to give you a car and nothing like that. They just going they just going to write you a check, you know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, you know, it's not about black or white. I mean, this, like I said, there's some validity of what you said, because like I said, you know, I'm going to relate to you more. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to relate to you more. And you, we've gone through the same struggle for the most part. But at the same time, the color that matters is green. And green, green conquers all, man. And um, Straight cash, um, baby. <laughs> no cash money, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and and that, that's really going to change the game. And that's really going to change the game for you, too. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, most yeah. of these kids from the hood, you know, most of these kids don't, don't have a silver spoon or grew up with a silver spoon in their mouth. And, you know, you come to the U, which is a private school in Coral Gables. Don't, and it's expensive to live in Miami. It's expensive to live in Miami. It, it would be expensive to go and, to go to that school. I mean, come on. Ain't nobody paying out of pocket to pay to, to go to the U unless you rich and not black for the most part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so yeah, it's going to be a game changer on all levels for the Canes, for HBCUs um, and for black coaches, you know, because I, I think for black coaches and it's, it's going to start to even out the playing field because it's not going to matter that you got the best facilities anymore. Because obviously, Florida State's facilities, Florida State's facilities are better than Jackson State's. I'm sure. See, but, but my whole thing is when they say better facility, I'm like, what are they actually talking about? Like, um, like the weight room and what else? Because I'm like, every everywhere got the weight room. Like, I don't care if it's big, smart. Do you got the equipment in that mod? You I, know what I mean? That's all I ask. Yeah, I think it's the weight room, it's the uh the dorm rooms, uh, you know, just I like think stuff all of like that, that. Yeah, yeah, because I mean I went to HBCU and the dorm rooms compared to the dorm rooms at Florida State was different, bro. <laughs> they were totally different. They were like real apartments, you know. I was in a room where I could just touch my roommate from my bed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how small it was. Not okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's, it's, it's a big difference. It's just a different echelon, you know? You're just the, everything about it is, is just going to be on a different level. And um, See, but I went to the University of Miami dorms. It's, it's like an apartment, too. Could, 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 could they touch their roommate from the bed? I really don't remember like that, but... <laughs> I just remember how the how the facility looked when I was walking through the the, the campus. I was doing something over there, but they, they they just built some new dorms over there. You know what I'm saying? And um and then that that indoor facility, bro. Like we didn't have that indoor facility before. Now it like looks legit because all these big programs they got that. You know, but yeah, but that kind of that kind of made us soft. Don't have that. HBC that kind of made us have that. See, but that kind of made us soft though, because you know. Um, you know, um, practicing in that sun and that heat, like when people come down here in Miami, they're gonna be, they're gonna be. By the time it's third quarter, they're gonna be tired as hell. We're gonna be just as tired because uh, we used to be practicing inside. Yeah, they, they, they still practice outside. They always uh, practice outside for the most part. It's, it's when it's thundering and lightning. Okay, okay. That's when they go inside. I mean, I've been there. I see what happens. They're always outside. You know. Okay, um, okay. 
But yeah, man, I, I think that's that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, the, they just gonna get like even like gear or clothes or sweaters or hoodies and you know cleats. They're always gonna get the best brand name, brand new type of stuff. You're not gonna get that at HBCU. Come on, oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so it is what it is. But yeah, that, I mean, that's all I got for this podcast. I mean, um, wait, what about the fights? There were there some fights happen. Did the Jake Paul? We didn't talk about the Jake Paul fight. No, nah, y'all on COVID watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last Jake Paul fight where you knocked um buddy out like that was like, whew, bruh, that was one of the best knockouts I've ever seen. It you was, know, but, it was. But let me ask you this, Wes: When you seen it, did you think it was fixed? Yeah. You say yeah. Yeah, that I was thinking it was fixed too because. <laughs> He kind of leaned into it. Yeah. And like, it looked like he kind of closed his eyes. He knew it was Exactly. Exactly. I don't know, man. It seemed a little fugazi to me. See, but my whole thing is you got to understand, though, man. I'm not going to knock Jake Paul because it's entertainment. It's entertainment. You know, he's still like, he's doing what the real boxers should be doing. The real boxers should be calling out who they want to call out and make it happen. All this, you got these different promoters. You don't need the, like the promotions done change with the technology that we have now. So you don't really need, of course, you're going to have some type of promotion, but Mayweather showed you the game. It just seemed like everybody's so stupid that Jake Paul and Rich Paul is the only ones that grasps what Mayweather don't want. You, you see, they had to do the, the, they had a duel with Mayweather. The person that gave us the game, we got to make sure we break them off too. You got to eat off this too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, 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 and um, that's what kind of drew more attention to it because it's Mayweather. Mayweather, then you got Jake Paul. Now, nah, I'm Mayweather. I'm just going to go ahead and collect this ke- um, 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 check real quick. You see what, what what Mayweather doing right now? He's about to have another fight on a on a helico- on a helicopter pad somewhere in China really? somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He just keep collecting the bag because at the end of the day, it's not it's not a it's not a real fight, but you still could. It's a real fight because you physically boxing, but it's not a real sanctioned fight where if he lost, it'll be like fifty and one. You know what I mean? It's just like uh, exhibition. It don't matter what happens. Disqualification, loss, it don't matter. But you collect the bag. All these other individuals that want to go ahead and still be with these uh, promoters that don't want to see um, the best fighters fight each other and this, that, and the other. Y'all the stupid ones, and y'all not getting the bag because the middleman is still right there. So they need to learn. But again, I did think it was fake. Uh, I thought it was a fake fight. Um, It was... I mean, it, it was a fight, you know, it, I, I didn't expect anything to it. Me, I don't really have that hate towards Jake Paul because, um, mm. you know, I don't, a lot of other people got problems with Jake Paul. They're like, oh, he, he he's messing up the game. He's doing not. He's messing up the game for the promoters, not for the not for the boxers. He's giving you all the game like Mayweather gave him the game. So for me, um, all those individuals that want to go ahead and um not support him you know they just haters you yeah, know they, I mean, they they buy the fight to see him lose i just yeah. watch the fight to see like you know if if he gonna keep gonna this streak going yeah yeah i mean i i don't hate on jake paul at all but i will say this stop fighting fake fighters 
Stop fighting fake fights. Fight a real boxer, bro. Like, why are you fighting these these old, uh, you know, has been UFC fighters? I mean, we understand you can box. You knocked out Nate Robinson. You knocked out Tyron Woodley. Okay, great. Fight a real fighter. Fight a boxer. I tell you, he's still collecting the bag, though. If if he was if he was not making money off this, he would have been fought a real boxer. Just the plain fact that he's he's doing this with these has-beens and he's still making more money than the boxers that's having a real sanctioned fight, who's winning? Oh, yeah, I don't need winning. to be like, like Muhammad Ali when I'm old or all these people. Nah, I'm making millions and millions of dollars and you and I know what's really going on. We think it's rigged. I think it's rigged. But again, we they thought the Mayweather one was rigged. I, we seen the, the, the highlights where it looked like Mayweather held him up. Hey, yeah. did they collect the bag though? Of course they, they collect the bag. So again, if, if people are gonna go ahead and buy it, then I'm not gonna hate his hustle. They Seven. just mad that they they not doing it. Y'all need it, all y'all boxers need to do what he's doing. You know what I mean? Still do the same thing you do, but just fight who you want to fight and then promote it. Look, you promote it on Instagram, Twitter, one of them things, man. You're gonna make more money than you made. With that promoter that got your um his hand in your pocket, so um, yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, I think Terrence Crawford um finally fired Bruce Arum, right? Yeah, uh, Chris. Yeah, I think he finally and he was thinking saying that he was racist. He called him out, yeah, said he was racist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he fired he fired him right after his last fight, but I just read that he's uh he's suing Bob Arum right now for about like ten million or something. Or I guess like racist practices, just saying that he doesn't promote the black fighters like he promotes the other fighters. That that just I just saw that today. We just was talking about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm glad he called him out, man, because Terrence Crawford is one of those guys. I mean, Jake Paul, Jake Jake Paul ain't stupid enough to fight Terrence Crawford, <laughs> but you know, Jake Paul need to fight real fighters. That's all I'm gonna say. And and thank you for Terrence Crawford for saying what you say because it needed to be said. Hopefully, you can start making bread like Jake Paul because Jake Paul's probably made more bread than Terrence Crawford, which is a damn shame. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> you got to know how to play the board, know how to play the chess game. You yeah. know, kind of like Brian Ford Flores. You didn't know how to play the game, right? You know exactly. You know, I did want to. I did want to uh, agree with you on that point because you do have to know how to play the game. You know because. You know, there's been situations and jobs where I'm not necessarily happy, but there's a situation that I'm in is that's working for me and I'm just playing the game. You know, I'm not I'm not letting my ego get in the way. And I think with Brian Flores, he let his ego get in the way of the ultimate goal. So and think about that, what you're saying. You remember when he said in his press conference before he got fired, like I learned you know, now he like he, I didn't even know he was getting fired or anything. You know, that happened the next day. It was just after the the Patriot right. win. It, it, he didn't see as enthusiastic, and he was like, "I learned." So basically, he kind of knew that he was gonna get fired, and he learned. You know, loyalty plays a lot of things in the NFL when it shouldn't. You know what I mean? Because Chris Greer needed to be fired, but right. sometimes you gotta know how to play that game you know you gotta you gotta laugh sometimes when you don't want to laugh yeah you gotta you gotta um 
if, if, if it's a, a passionate conversation, it's better than you not saying anything. You know right. what I'm saying? Certain things like that. But um, A, it is what it is. I know he's going to land on his feet. Um, yeah. Of course, I did think that you was a good head coach when it came to the defense. On the offense, I didn't really think you was a good head coach um, because you hired somebody from high school. Like, I should fire you just for that. The offensive line coach is probably the, one of the most yeah. important positions um, or jobs in the NFL besides the head coach. And, and you're coming from high school. I got, I can't, I can't blame you. Of course, I'm going to take the job. I was just head coach at NMB and then you, I'm in the <laughs> NFL tomorrow. Oh, hell no. Nah. But when it don't work, who's to blame? Head coach, you know, because yeah. the general manager, um, he's, he's going to pick the, the, the actual, um, um, players, which he, 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 he was dumb and he made some bad decisions. But when it comes to the coaching staff, that's the head coach. You pick your your coaching staff. And just the plain fact you fired all three in three years, then yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, writing was on the wall. But anyways, that's going to conclude the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm glad we came back. You know, we got a lot of stuff off of our chest. But uh, we'll be back in fact, you know, to the next episode. Peace. Peace.